the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me because we need a little controversy because it feels so empty. We have $24 million from Chinese communists and oligarchs of the former Soviet Union giving checks to Joe Biden and his family. I'm dead, I'm dead serious about it. When you look at his history, when you see his admission that he used our policies to leverage a corrupt country to fire a prosecutor. That's this national security threat. The national security threat is Joe Biden. The apparatchik around him is just as treasonous. Jake Sullivan is today what he always has been, a liar, a fraud, and a CIA operative. The greatest scandal in American history. You know, this, this administration likes to talk about history, right? I, uh, I've heard the dimwit in diapers. I've heard the affirmative action moron, his spokes idiot, who got her job the same way Kamala Harris did. I see them constantly speak of history. History will vindicate everything you and I have been saying since Joe Biden pretended to be a man and not have dementia and pretended to be an American instead of a traitor. We've all said it. History will vindicate this. The greatest scandal in American history is the one that's getting squashed. The information that we know was made up by our very own government after Donald Trump won the office. That's the greatest scandal in American history. That's the biggest threat is our I agencies. Former CIA director John Brennan described in the greatest detail yet why the Trump campaign team first came under scrutiny. I was aware of intelligence and information uh, about contacts uh, between Russian officials and U.S. persons that raised concerns in my mind about whether or not those individuals were cooperating with the Russians. By last Now, keep in mind, John Brennan supported one of the only Americans to run in this country as a communist and was proud of it. The communist ideology that the Soviet Union was built on, John Brennan shares. John Brennan wasn't aware of information. John Brennan created information with help of the other CIA apparatchiks. The U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election. That's according to a report from independent journalists Michael Schellenberger, Matt Taibbi, and Alex Guttentag. Their reporting appears to suggest that the FBI's largely discredited probe into allegations of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia may have been spurred by this unlawful surveillance effort. The report indicates that former CIA director John Brennan identified the 26 Trump campaign targets to America's intelligence sharing partners in the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia and New Zealand, collectively known as the Five Eyes agencies. 
The U.S. intel community identified the 26 Trump associates as people they could bump, according to the report. In spy lingo, bumping is when an intelligence agent comes up with a reason to meet with a target of interest in order to develop a relationship that could lead to intelligence. Do you-, you know what that's known in this country as? Entrapment. Not bumping. Not bumping. And what this is, is more evidence that John Brennan made it all up to pose the Russia hoax. And he did it with help of the Duchess of Chaffington and her thigh rash and all of those cohorts from Barack who likes them big and round to the dimwit in diapers. So to be lectured to by this traitor to his nation doesn't mean anything to me. Just like it shouldn't mean anything to you when the people who vote for him or the never Trumper scum who prefer him give you advice today. They mean nothing. Go stand in the corner with the traitors. Just a few days ago, Trump gave an invitation to Putin to invade some of our allies, NATO allies. He said if an ally didn't spend enough money on defense, he would encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. And that's to resurrect another lie. That's not at all what he said. That's not at all what he said. But the truth never matters to the Democrat frauds. Their entire agenda is built on lies and corruption. And that's what they are. And that's why. How many would you say all elected Democrats or just 90 percent knew that John Brennan, the former communist, knew that he was making up a hoax? July, he said the volume of contacts was large enough to warrant the creation of a working group made up of agents from the CIA, FBI and NSA. Having been involved in many counterintelligence cases in the past, I know what the Russians try to do. They try to suborn individuals, and they try to get individuals, including U.S. persons, to act on their behalf, either wittingly or unwittingly. And frequently, individuals who go along that treasonous path do not even realize they're along that path until it gets to be a bit too late. Is that going to be your defense, or is that going to be Jake Sullivan's defense? You see, luckily I have a memory where I remember a scandal that got squashed relatively quickly. It wasn't the one where he was asked about being a liaison to the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden crime syndicate. It wasn't this one. There, uh, there are a couple of significant developments recently in investigations into the president's role in his family's foreign business dealings that bear on current uh, political debates. And I was hoping that you could help Americans digest these bits of information um, on China. There was a recent re- revelation from uh, impeachment inquiry testimony that the president in 2017 met with the chairman of CEFC China Energy at the Four Seasons Hotel not far from here. Uh, Yi Jiangming has since gone missing in China amid corruption allegations. How, does, how, do, how should people think about that amid U.S.-China tensions and the president's um, uh, potential exposure here and in Ukraine, according to laptop records and a former business partner, uh, the mayor of Kiev, Vitaly Klitschko, was involved with a Brisbane subsidiary that was chaired by the first son. Um, how should Americans think about that amid the Ukraine foreign aid debate? I got nothing for you on that. Yeah, because he was involved in it. And then eight months ago, this happened. Secret Service is investigating a high-profile security breach at the home of National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Sources telling ABC News that investigators want to know how an intruder got into Sullivan's home in the middle of the night in April without a single agent noticing. Sullivan actually speaking to reporters about the incident just a short time ago while traveling overseas with the president on Air Force One. I don't have any comment on the incident, but I have total faith in the Secret Service, and they do a remarkable job every day as professionals protecting me. Now, keep in mind when you hear the details of exactly what happened, 
in Jake Sullivan's house. Keep in mind that right now it, they've already had a member of the cabinet removed by the name of Robert Malloy for being an asset of the Goat Casanova Iranian theocrats who also worked like Jake Sullivan did for the Obama administration. This is all the apparatchik of treason known as the Biden administration. Chief Justice Correspondent Peter Thomas joining me here on set with more. I think we all know uh, these type of leaders are not going to throw the Secret Service under the bus. I mean, these are the folks that are meant to protect them. And but they this, see them every single day. Right. I mean, they're, they're, they become family in many ways. But there is a concern here about what happened. Kara, this cannot happen, to be blunt. Right. Here's the scenario we're talking about. It's 3 a.m. in the morning in late April. And a man, strange man, walks into the house of the National Security Advisor. No one outside the security detail doesn't see him go in. They don't see him go out. Who believes that? See, the national security threat isn't from Russia. The national security threat is from Washington, D.C. It's the gangster government that Joe Biden pretends to lead up. It's Jake Sullivan. It's Robert Malloy. It's John Brennan. It's all of them. Right, including to Hillary Clinton's rash. Uh, thankfully, no one was hurt. Uh, apparently, Sullivan confronts the person. Uh, Tells him, we believe to leave, of course. Uh, this is over in minutes. But again. Anybody see Jake Sullivan? He's built like uh, olive oil from Popeye. You think he pulled a, a Jason Bourne? Yeah, me either. I think he pulled another treasonous act. Like the same one his ex-boss did. John Brennan, the communist sympathizer, who somehow became the head of the CIA or something. California Democrat Jackie Spear. Were you aware that they were attempting to cultivate then real estate developer Donald Trump for almost eight years? I'm not going to talk about any individuals. Republicans like South Carolina's Trey Gowdy noted that contact alone was not proof of wrongdoing. Did you see evidence of collusion, coordination, conspiracy between Donald Trump and Russian state actors? I saw information intelligence that was worthy of investigation by the Bureau to determine whether or not such cooperation or conclusion uh, was taking place. All lies with the ambiguity of innocence. Well, it was my interpretation. In the meantime, we now know, thanks to some investigative reporters, they targeted them right after he secured the victory. Okay's government communication headquarters, which is an intelligence gathering apparatus, also known as GCHQ, was making contacts with Trump's associates as early as March of 2016, according to the report. A GCHQ spokesman denied the report, calling it nonsense. The journalists say that intelligence related to the surveillance effort is housed in a 10-inch binder, which Trump, near the end of his presidency, ordered to be declassified. The binder, if it exists, could contain evidence that multiple U.S. intelligence officials broke laws against spying and election interference. The rep- I wonder, did it ever get uh, declassified, or was that part of the evidence that was taken out of Mar-a-Lago when the president was accused of having classified information versus a two-bit con artist, treasonous senator, and vice president, Stooge? Four notes. The whereabouts of this alleged thick binder are unknown. Oh! The Trump campaign... The- Where's the binder? I can't find it! Is it around here? CIA, the House Intelligence Committee, did not respond to the post request for comments. Maybe it was in Jake Sullivan's house when the uh, asset from who knows what enemy of Americanism wanted to shore up his bribery. 
Warrantless surveillance of U.S. persons is strictly prohibited by U.S. law. Oh, get out of here, kid. You must be a youngin. Because you see, they've been doing it since George Bush pretended to get the terrorists. And that's why when you're asked and you hear about FISA, remember exactly what we're talking about. I can't imagine that when a prior Congress passed the Patriot Act, that they expected that its provisions would be used against patriots. Or- well, that's where you're wrong, Matt Gates, Because there were millions of us claiming just that. That this would be the destination it led to. It's called serfdom. And now who's in charge and who asks, who gets asked, will they abuse it again? On FISA, there are a couple of amendments that are being considered. One of them would require a warrant for every query of lawfully selected data. If that were to pass and get into the bill, would the president veto that bill? Uh, so I'm not in a position to stand here today and make veto threats on behalf of the president. Those are- You're right, Squirrel. That is the same voice of Jake Sullivan, who has been at the butt of scandals since he was out of britches. This is Jake Sullivan, who had his house broken into as the number two in our government's intelligence agency, and nobody knows what happened. This is the very Jake Sullivan, who was at the root of the scandal of the Obama administration, from the bombings of 90% being innocent people, all the way to a lot of misappropriation in Ukraine and other former countries. Same Jake Sullivan. Now he's going to tell you, are you going to misuse the FISA continually? Yes, we are. Or, or, um, you know, decisions for him to make. What I will tell you is that we do not believe that that serves the national security interests of the United States. And in fact, today I will be making that case to a number of members uh, that the warrant requirement as conceived is not the best way actually to ensure the protection of the personal privacy of Americans. There are a number of other elements of the bill that we have supported that would reform and update FISA to protect the civil liberties of Americans. Yeah, they're going to protect your civil liberties. The very people who have been taking them away for the last, what, 14 years? Three specifically? This is who's in charge of the government. The national threat is not Russia and nukes from outer space. The national threat is the Democrat mafia who has little liaisons in all 50 states. You know, they're called Democrat party members. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. For four years, we have been saying this for four fracking years. And now on the same day, the report comes out by Matt Taibbi. On the same day. Oh, we got a, we got a, a national threat. This is why they didn't want any of the media to talk to, to Vladimir Putin. This is why they don't want the citizens to have any perspective. Because what they learned is that in four years they could say they're wrong like they're doing right now with everything they implemented under COVID, the greatest bioweapon ever financed by the American government. As evidenced in 2021, when former FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith was sentenced to probation after admitting that he falsified an email to renew a wiretap against former Trump campaign associate Carter Page, who had been suspected of being a target of Russian spies. Schellenberger teased Tuesday night that he will soon reveal reporting that suggests the FBI's raid of Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate may have been tied to the CIA and foreign intel gathering efforts. Where's the binder? Somebody tells me, something tells me they already have the binder. And it's right next to where they have been protecting the laptop and the hard drive that has evidence beyond the shadow of a doubt. Joe Biden is exactly what I accuse him of being, a traitor and a thief. 
So the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign. Well, there's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, called. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes. And you have zero credibility, Leslie. Now peel off that Mission Impossible mask you have on and show yourself to be George Stephanopoulos that you really are. And we can't put on things we can't well, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on you. things we can't verify. You've been you. You specifically. You Democrat scum pretending to be reporters. You have been running cover for this traitor since he was a senator. Vice President, and you'll do it all the way until he's finally mortadel, because that's the only way we'll be rid of him. But don't worry, there's a lot of you behind him. How many John Brennans? How many communists in the CIA? How many communists still left in the Biden administration? There, uh, there are a couple of significant developments recently in investigations into the president's role in his family's foreign business dealings that bear on current uh, political debates. And I was hoping that you could help Americans digest these bits of information um, on China. There was a recent re- revelation from uh, impeachment inquiry testimony that the Boy, president- it does explain why the Chinese communists are having such a good year. And we are about 60 miles east of San Diego. This is part of the San Diego sector here in Hakumba. It's elevation over 3,000. It's just over 30 degrees here. But yet in this remote area, they're seeing a huge influx. We wanted to bring you here, Dana, to show you here along the border wall. You can see where it meets the mountains in the uh, razor wire. But around that corner, about a three to four foot gap. And that is where we have seen the influx of so many migrants particularly Chinese. Take a look. Since Joe Biden stole the most important office in the world, we have now had enemy nations from China to the former Soviet Union to the Middle East build an army inside of our own country. And they did it all with the help of the American Democrat mafia. George Naperville. Sean, massacre your audience tonight with your brilliance. <laughs> oh, gee, thank you. oh, gee, thanks. That was a little... A happy St. Valentine's Day to you and your family. Right back at you, but I'm not kissing you. Thank you very much. Eric and Marengo. Sean, I'm going to sound a little bit like Forrest Gump right now by saying I'm not a congressional uh, scholar, but I do know what the penalty for treason is. Not anymore, kid. We stopped doing that after this country was infiltrated by Sally's. And communists. Jim and Lyle. Sean, do you know what... Now, we know John Brennan supported Gus Hall in 1976, the Communist Party candidate for president. We all knew that in 2009. So did the other big dummy from the FBI, the other idiot from the FBI. Do you know what the the roll call Senate vote was for his confirmation in 2009? Overwhelmingly, they they supported him because he's a government bureaucrat. 64 to 34. Why wasn't there solid Republican? Every single U.S. senator who's a Republican, why wasn't? Because the Republicans, the Republicans, especially the ones that are poor and have derived their wealth through government corruption, do not want to be on the other end of the government corruption the way Donald Trump is. That's why. Because what they're doing to Trump is taking a lot longer than normal. If If Trump didn't have money, and didn't have support and didn't have name recognition, he'd have been in the in, in the Huskow years ago. Not because he did anything That's wrong, but because he posed a threat to this gangster government. Which, by the way, I'm telling you, Cash Patel has a book. I'm not, I don't even have him on. And I'm telling you right now, read his book. 
It's called Gangster Government. I am. I'm reading it. I'm in yeah. the middle of it. It's phenomenal. And he talks specifically about this made up from soup to nuts. The whole thing was made up. And they knew it all along. And so did all the upper echelon Democrats scum. You know, the same ones who practice Sovietism, the same ones who are implementing their version of a communist society in this country, who want to wave the, pa- the flag of patriotism, the cowards and the traitors that they are. Just pick a Chicago Democrat. Thank you very much. Sean, can I just, before you let me go, before you let me go, can I just ask you, knowing how we know how Trump is, isn't it a little counterintuitive to think that he's been sitting on this the whole time? It's a Mar-a-Lago raid. Oh, I, I don't think he has been sitting on it the whole time. I think, I, listen, I think the powers that be have warned him specifically not to go too far, which he's going too far. But, you know, that's why I, I don't come out here and tell you he's going to win in November and he'll save the world. I don't think he's going to make it to November. By hook or crook, Donald Trump will not be in there. This mafia will protect itself, whether it has to come up with an entire war or whatever the hell it has to do. And that's what you're seeing now. And the And the more... And the more terrible it looks for Joe Biden and the Democrats, the more national security threats seem to pop up, don't they? Thank you very much. There haven't been that many till now. We've been getting invaded since Joe Biden stole the office. But now we got a national security threat. Sure we do. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. My allegation is quite simple. Joe Biden is a traitor along with thousands, millions of other Democrats, but hundreds in very specific positions in our government of power. Information is what you're being protected from. That's why in the year 2024, nobody wants to talk to the other side to prevent World War III, let alone find out how it started. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine. Now that we know that pickle face Fauci was doing just that, that he not only funded the research and development of the greatest biological weapon released on mankind, he worked in conjunction with Big Pharma to have the supposed cure that made trillions of dollars that's harming millions upon millions of people. In the meantime, we now know also exactly how corrupted our agencies are that we thought were patriotic, that we relied on. From the CDC to the NIH to the CIA to the NIA to the DIA. Pick an eye. They're all scum. And after all, shouldn't we have known how in the world does the CIA allow a communist sympathizer to head it up? What was the nature of the information? As I said, Mr. Gowdy, I think this committee now has access to the type of information that I'm alluding to here. It's classified and uh, um, I'm happy to talk about it in classified session. Yeah, but I think you're a communist after all. You supported Gus Hall. You admit it. You were actually part of his entire election campaign little nest of communists, weren't you? The communist vote is a vote for life, a vote for the communist ticket. It is a vote to end racism to all forms of discrimination. It is a vote for jobs, a vote for a decent income, a home for everyone, for full equality of women, especially on the job. It is a vote for free child care centers, and for working mothers, a six-month maternity leave with Same full thing pay. today. It is a vote for free quality medical care, uh-huh. hospital care for all who need it. It is a vote for free college education for all regardless of income. We have the materials. We have the manpower to build a decent home for every family. 
We can build enough schools and hospitals. We can, if we can have modern mass transit systems. We can eliminate poverty and want. We can do all this. We can provide these services only if we eliminate corporate profits as the kingpin on the list of priorities. The reason I played that is back then they ran as communists. That is the Democrat platform. They understood to hide in the shadows, to take possession of jobs in our bureaucracy, to implement communism through the back door. It was easier because Gus Hall was left off the stage. But back in the 70s, even though we were willing to vote for a moron like Jimmy Carter, Americans weren't willing to vote for communists. But then again, a communist sympathizer like John Brennan or uh, the other seven foot is stupid in the FBI who worked with Gus Hall and John Brennan. They would have never been able to get positions in our government. Now the government works much like the former Soviet Union works. It uses its bureaucracies to intimidate people who want freedom, who want integrity, which is why Jake Sullivan is now back in power. But a warrant requirement from our perspective would go too far in undermining the very purpose of FISA, and frankly, it would put victims at risk. Yeah, you put victims at risk. By the way, how, whatever happened with your house break-in? What do you, did you just want your Keurig? You want a cup of coffee? Make it strong? Kevin, Las Vegas. Uh, Graham, I'm glad you're still on this one. I, I need your help putting this timeline together here for the past, what are we on, five, six years. <laughs> so so first, so we've got the, the, the Steele dossier, Russia collusion. We've got... Um, well, if you're going to do that, you're going to expand it to seven years. It's really 2016. Okay, so yeah, so so there's that. Um, you've got the, I mean, you might even be able to tie the laptop in. I don't even know. Um, you've got the, uh, so that, you've got the Mar-a-Lago raid, um, and you've got the phone call impeachment of Trump to Ukraine. Is this, is this all the same story? Yes, this is all the same story of the government Leviathan, the bureaucracy of corruption, trying to eliminate the threat to the Leviathan, Donald Trump. And they've been doing it since he was running. They've been doing it. And they thought for sure Hillary Clinton was a shoe in. But what they didn't understand is the only person that liked Hillary Clinton was Huma Thurman. And Huma now is dating uh, George Soros's son, Honey Bunny. What's his name, Alex? Alex Soros. Wow. See, Kevin, I told you she was a lesbian. Do you ever see Alex Soros? That's a girl, baby. Thank you very much, Kevin. It's always the same story. It's the Sololinsky Marxist mafia. These are all the students. This is what you're witnessing. The backdoor takeover of a Soviet-style government in what used to be the American Republic. That's why they're all the communist sympathizers, and they all stay the same. And these are the same plans. So when the people get, caught, get, get close to catching you, when they start to talk about just how corrupt you people are, now you, you introduce an emergency. House Intelligence uh, Chair speaking out about a imminent, or he doesn't say imminent, serious national security threat. The lack of your ability to say anything has the potential to raise distress for some Americans. In the simplest of terms, can you tell Americans that there's nothing they have to worry about right now in terms of what he describes as a national security threat? Look, I think in a way that question... Um, it is impossible to answer with a straight yes, right? Because Well, because you're the traitor. Your administration is the treasonous one. Yours is the one that doesn't want to have a conversation, doesn't want to implement diplomacy. Because you know, as well as I know, that the real threat here is that other nations see how corrupt you are, and they stop buying the lie of your fracking dollar. And that's why by hook or crook, you'll blow the hell out of anybody to keep your fraud going. 
including your fraud with the Goat Casanovas in the Middle East, who have been working hand-in-glove with the Sinaloa cartels, the drug distribution, and the corrupt eye agencies in our government for decades. That's why you all know them. You're in on it. Leslie, Indiana. Hi, Sean. Can you tell me, how can an older person find out if donations are being made in their name to these these uh, corrupt yeah. Democrat prosecutors? Wait for, wait for uh, James O'Keefe to show up at your door with evidence that you donated 4,000 times in a month the way he's been doing in his investigative reporting at OMG News, which you can see for yourself on YouTube. The reality is this is how they launder the money. Barack Obama yeah. perfected it. Mickey Mouse was giving him money in 50 different states, or as he'd like to say, 57. It's all a, it's, listen, they've got the system of corruption exactly where they want it, which is why both parties will protect the money. The only industry in this country that has unfettered laissez-faire rules, which are none, bribing politicians through campaign contributions. And that's a sad any- state. No, I, listen, Leslie, I've got a, I told you, I, my mother died in 08. My buddy's mother died the same year. She still gets her voter card in Oak Park. What do you mean? Is oh there any God. way to find out? The people who you, would, who you would turn to are the crooks. This is why the yeah. Soviets drank vodka. Thank you very much. Hmm. Appreciate the call. That's just the sad reality of things. Because everybody should be well aware. There has been a communist running the CIA. What else? What other bureaucracies are there communists in? Former CIA director John Brennan described in the greatest detail yet why the Trump campaign team first came under scrutiny. I was aware of intelligence and information uh, about contacts uh, between Russian officials and U.S. persons. That re- you notice how they stopped saying communists? Now they're just Russians? What we know about John Brennan is there's contacts between John Brennan and communists! You rat traitor! 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I wanted to give you the opportunity to respond to a former White House stenographer who this month outed you as a anonymous senior administration official who briefed reporters on Air Force Two en route to Ukraine in 2014. Um, he says that you spoke about giving aid to the Ukrainian national gas industry just days after the first or the second son had uh, secretly joined the board of a uh, Ukrainian gas company. He says he considers you part of a corrupt influence peddling conspiracy. He wants to testify to Delaware Grand about it. Uh, do you have a response to that? And were you part of a corrupt influence peddling operation involving the Biden family in Ukraine or any other country? No. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were, you traitor bastard. You stupid looking son of a dog. House Republicans are still at it right now, siding with Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, and Tehran against our defense, industrial base, against NATO, against Ukraine, against our interests in the Indo Pacific. Well, not only do I disagree with that, but I'll tell you one thing. Donald Trump and 74 million at least Americans will never do. And that side with the thief, Ihor Kolomoisky, and his front, known as Zelensky, which we already know have misappropriated over a billion dollars that you traitors and thieves can't account for. Tom, Blue Island. Hey, Sean Dittos. Is it, is it not interesting that the point man on... 
investigating the quote-unquote Trump-Russia collusion is an admitted communist himself. And would you think one of these representatives could just ask him about that? Yeah, no kidding. Why don't they ask? Why don't they ask? I know because I'm a junkie of news. Why don't they ask? Because they don't want to know. Terrence, Northwest Suburbs. Good afternoon. I'm glad you're firing me up every time I call in and listen to your show. It's fantastic. Thank okay. you, brother. Thank you. I want to tell you, I came. I I love your uh, your strength and your 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 wisdom, and also your your guests oh. have been fantastic. That one CV that you had in for vets for Trump was fabulous. Oh, thank and you. My fellow vets and I have come up. We we think we've come up with a great nickname for you. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm ready. I know you like nicknames. Uh-huh. Okay, I know you do. And, uh, you know, if I was going into combat, you could be, be, be my six all the time. Uh-huh. I, think it's, I think your nickname should be Lock and Load. Oh, I love it. Thank you very much, Terrence. You must know that I've got at least two in the car. Can't th- You know what? I, I should have taken one in the building today, but I'm nervous because my Florida license, I think it negates my concealed carry. And God knows that this fat slob Pritzker wants to put us all in prison. Candace Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin, where you been? Hi. Hey, nobody's talking about this. Um... The accident on the way to the Super Bowl, the six Nigerian billionaires from the NGX uh, stock exchange, yeah. and then the Access Bank CEO and his wife and kid all getting killed in some weird, fiery crash. Really? How many secrets do you mean, think died with that? Oh, my How much God. money laundering scams and uh, Federal Reserve uh, bank-to-bank window lending scams all went poof, huh? Sometimes that can be convenient. Just ask anybody who was at Epstein's Island. Hawaii. Yeah, I uh-huh. love it. Right in front of your face, thieves. And you think the mafia, two guys named Vinny and Tony, who are figuring out if they made money or lost money on the hook <laughs> of the Super Bowl? I don't think so, kid. Thank you very much. Thanks. Preposterous. All right, there's only one person, Squirrel, in the entire Chicagoland radio listening area that could kill this segment. David and Lansing. Hey, Sean, I promise you I won't ruin the segment. You already did. Go! Uh... Who's next in line? Say we're at Weekend at Bernie's Part 5. I don't know how many movies they went up to. But say they take Biden out by the election, and then Kamala took too many Xanax, and they take her out. Who's third and fourth in line, and what are the odds of those happening? Kamala will never... Listen, Willie Brown can only get the office tramp so far. Kamala will never see the Oval Office while standing on her feet. In the meantime, it will be any twosome newsome because he's got the hair the suave, and uh, those those communist girls, they want to fool around with them. So they know they can get that baby-murdering abortionist right anywhere they want to go. You mark my words, kid. In November, the elect- it, he before will be the election- on the ballot. Yes. No, no, before the election. Before November 4th. What are you, what, what are you not paying attention? You paying attention? I said he'll be on the ballot. Joe Biden isn't going to run. Joe Biden might not see Easter. Is anybody looking at him? Looks like he died last week. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. It's always fun to talk to my next guest because he was my friend. 
before he became extremely famous. In fact, when I punch in his name on the evil Google machine, not only do I like the lady's voice as she describes him as the cow guy, host of the cow guy clothes on RFD TV, adjunct professor of finance at DePaul University in 2015, but it gets longer and longer. And now they've added internationally recognized brand, which means squirrel. There are people with foreign languages that may or may not be wearing dresses or underwear with their shoes off when they walk in their house that know Scott Shalady's name. He is Scott Shalady, the cow guy. How are you, handsome? I'm doing well. Even after that intro, I'm doing well. Yeah, come on. That was good. What are you kidding me? You know, to me, you're just Scott Moo, the cow guy at the jacket who has all the answers because he is a fundamental economist who looks at the macro to give you the, the impressions of the micro. That's what you are, right? I'm a common sensocrat. Oh, I like that's that. all. You just look, you know, that's, that's how I grew up. So, so let me tell you can't. why I demanded you come on today. Because I heard this, right. and you were the first guy I thought of. You want to know how Biden's doing? Look at your 401k. And if you're one of these rich country club types that drive your Ferrari or your Maserati uh, to, to, to your country club and bitch about how horrible the economy is, look at your, your stock app and see how much money you're making every hour. And that's Joe Scarborough, an ex-congressman who had a dead girl found in his office when he wasn't there, who makes $8 million a year now and married his co-host, left his wife for the co-host. Now he's talking down to all kinds of Americans without understanding the most important fact when it comes to 401ks, and that's more Americans have cashed out than at any time, even the collapse of 08. That's kind of an impressive, staggering fear factor data point, isn't it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, to, to Scarborough's point, the people that are making all the money in the country are driving Ferraris, they own stocks, and they have real estate. Anybody else that doesn't have a stock portfolio or doesn't own any real estate is getting hammered, and that's what it's telling us. Look, there are two different economies going on. 15% of America owns 85% of the stocks, so the inverse would be true then too, right? 85% of America owns 15% of the stocks. Mm-hmm. For mom and pop on Main Street that don't have a big stock, stock portfolio or don't have stocks at all, and are renting and living month to month on their paycheck, they're getting absolutely destroyed in this economy. That's why Bidenomics failed. So it's just common sense. If you own a lot of real estate and you have a lot of stock, this is never, it's never been better. So he has made the gap between the rich and poor even greater, even after the, the pandemic, which the pandemic also did the same thing. And we're on pace to continue, that, continue with that gap as long as they keep interest rates high and the stock market where it is. And I agree with that, and that's what happens whenever socialism or, or government supremacy is implemented in a society. The classes, for lack of a better word, I hate that word, but they split. However, there's a caveat to that premise, and that is real estate held in poorly run Democrat areas. Because those, that real estate, not a, it's not stagnating. It's imploding, and the cost of taxation is increasing. So that's the new twist to it that I don't think we've seen before, which is why in, the, in California you have more people moving out than ever before in history. In New York, in Chicago, in Philly, wherever the Democrat strongholds are where the real estate used to just be impervious to reality, now you're seeing vacancies, delinquencies, and people are walking away. 300 West Adams sold for $4.7 million. I mean, it, it, it sold a decade ago for 57. That's a staggering loss, isn't it? Well, I mean, that's, that, I think that's a great encapsulation of what's been happening. And, and uh, look, 
and the Democrats, look, the city of Chicago is perfect. There is no other store of wealth left to go after except for real estate, right? So anybody that's listening that lives in the state of Illinois or, or even worse, Chicago, they're going to come for your real estate. It's going to come up more than it has as far as real estate tax go because that's the last bastion of wealth in the state or in the city. So they might try to goose the price of it so that they get more tax or if you want to try to get out from underneath that tax rate, it's going to be hard to sell because everybody knows what's coming and that's higher taxes. So if you want to buy a house, you're going to have to discount the next 20 years of taxes on your bid for that house. And that's what's happening to some of that commercial real estate as well as residential. Well, it's interesting in Chicago, you know, it's one of the few places where both the buyer and the seller pay transfer stamps. Normally it was a flat, you know, around the world, around the country, it's a flat fee. And the seller pays the transfer stamps. Simple. It's always right. uh, when you buy in Chicago, you pay. So the total transfer stamps are like five dollars and seventy-five cents per five hundred dollars of value, which is a staggering taxation. And now they're going to push through a millionaire tax on top of it. And what I'm wondering is how long before it becomes California, where the guys start to put the LLCs in Wisconsin and Indiana, and they start to to lose it to themselves on paper the way Ken Griffin likes to get rid of real estate in bad areas? Or do, I not, do, well, I, or do poor people not know that that's the way you circumvent it? Look, I mean, it's, there's, there's been a ruse that's been uh, put over the people, these people with, uh, number one, uh, these tax, the taxes that eat you up on a day-to-day basis. Um, number two, what you're just talking about, this transfer tax, the stamp, it's stamp duty in England. That's what I'm familiar with. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to, this is, this is how they're, they, they, they're going to attack, attach taxes to real estate, however, which way they can going forward, whatever tax that may be, that's the last place there's any money left in the city or the state. So they, di- they disincentivize real estate. You see the taxation that they're going after on the way in which you make money. You realize capital gains and all the rest of it called the Trump tax cuts, they expire in next year. I mean, in the event that they, they somehow keep the crypt keeper or they put Newsom in and the Democrats get their way, I mean, they're not even going to monkey around with raising taxes. It'll just be, are they going to double or triple, don't you think? Yes, I, yeah, absolutely, because, okay, now you're getting to a bigger problem, and it's a bigger point, and that's this debt, right? The national debt. It's going to be $35 trillion in June. Um, we, we, it's going to be very difficult for the Fed to uh, cut rates because the Fed's only looking at keeping inflation tame, and inflation is not tame. So we're going to have interest rates at these levels for longer than people thought. The stock market found that out yesterday. So we have a situation where this country is spending like there's no tomorrow. All right. And we're talking about trillions of dollars in Washington like they're like they're quarters, nickels and dimes. We should talk about it like they're manhole covers because we are 35. We're going to be 35 trillion dollars in debt. Now, let me just give you an idea about how much that is, Sean, because people don't realize it. I guarantee you our legislators don't. But if you take a, a clock face, right, and each if each second is a dollar, it would take 11 days to run a million bucks off that clock in seconds, okay? <laughs> if, you, if you try to do it, a billion dollars off the clock takes 31 years. If you run a trillion seconds off of a clock, it would take 31,688 years to run it up. So 31,000, so a trillion seconds ago, we had the Neanderthals dragging their, their, their knuckles across the plains of Europe. And we're, do, we're, we're talking about $2, $2 trillion spending bills like it's nothing. We're in trouble. There's no way out. 
we have got to bring our fiscal situation to, to bear or, or we're going to turn ourselves into a third world country. And we're making it worse with ESG and DEI and all the other regulations they're throwing on top of it. We are struggling and people don't even see it because they don't even notice. And this is why, in my opinion, we're in the predicament we are in when it comes to ignoring the fact that we're already in a cold to warm World War III because the rest of the world does see it. They're not being inundated with propaganda of Democrats pretending to be news reporters. They're looking at what we're doing, and they're calling it toxic. They understand we are on the trajectory of failure. And this is why we are facing the kind of tumult we are facing. Is it not? I'm not going to be a carnival barker or be over-hyperbolic. You're exactly right. We are on a path that does not have a return. Listen, our debt to our GDP is right now around 123, 125%, okay? Out of the 52 times that we saw countries go to a debt-to-GDP ratio of 130%, 51 of them went bankrupt. The only one that didn't is Japan. We're on that trajectory, and I don't know how to tell people. We're, we're, we're debating overnight to spend $95 billion on, on, on uh, Ukraine and Israel. We don't have the money for that. No. We have no cash. We're, we're, we're broke. I don't understand how we're even having the conversation. Is it here we are. You know, we're gonna, we're, we're, go ahead. There's right. 535 people that are making these decisions. That's it. This is a country of 330 million people, if I'm kind, if I don't count the illegals. You mean to tell me that 535 morons, who 90% of them have interests in our government spending. Let me clean, up, clean it up so you don't get in trouble. The reality is we can't convey... There's not enough politicians that understand the gravity of exactly what they're doing and want it to stop. You know, this is the thing, Scott, that I, I, I go nuts every time they do a continuing resolution. Every time we get a new speaker in. You mean to tell me there's not 30 guys that say, what are you doing? It's insanity to me that they keep this nonsense and they all walk around like they're rich. They walk around like ex-strippers in Oakbrook. Like they earned the money. No, they did no, nothing. No. <laughs> well, let me tell you right now, we've been turning our blind eye to it for a Long time. How do you make 180 grand a year and own a $7 million house in Rehoboth Beach? Come on. Why aren't we bringing up that more often? Here's the deal. We have a moral and ethical uh, cavern in this country like you would not believe. We've got our legislators spending money like there's no tomorrow, and they do not care. And we have our consumers spending money like, with, with a no, like there's no tomorrow. Listen, we've got a, over a $1.3 trillion in credit card debt in this country. That's the largest it's ever been. People are waiting to, be, be, waiting to be bailed out by somebody, and that's not going to happen. You know, so we have both the legislatures and consumers. They're out of their mind. They've lost their mind. Everybody's spending like there's no tomorrow, and it's going. There's going to be a reckoning, and I spell that word W-R-E-C-K, okay? <laughs> yes, reckoning. because you and I understand what it looks like, and to hear these elitists pretend that they, like Joe Scarborough, pretend that the ordinary guy who's squirreling away a 5% with a 5% match, maybe, from his employer is somehow ahead of the game with Bidenomics, rather than the fact that since he took the office, you're you're lost twenty cents out of every dollar in in terms of buying power. The continued slope that we're on, you're going to have to be a high earner to pretend to keep your head above water, and that's the explanation for a stat that every Illinoisan should be worried about. Cook County had more foreclosures in uh, in the last six months than they had in any six months after the collapse of 08. How much longer can they lie about it? I, you know what? That's the, my my New Year's resolution is I'm going to stop trying to guess because I I felt like I felt this bad for 18 months. You know they 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 did a survey of, of, of all the corporations in the states 
uh, this year. In January, 38% of them said they're planning on layoffs. We are losing jobs. The jobs numbers aren't real. We're losing jobs. We've, got, we've maxed out our credit cards. People can't get a home equity line of credit anymore because they can't afford the 8% uh, interest rate. We've had more people raise their 401ks for the hardship loans than we've ever had before. We've had more people take out buy, uh, buy now, pay later loans than we ever had before. It, it, it's going to end, everybody. I just don't know when. Because right now, all those 535 people you're talking about, they're arguing about where the deck chairs go on the Titanic. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I have a, I have a veteran that, that calls my show every day, and he's a wonderful guy, wonderful guy. And he fought in Vietnam, and I, you know, I love him to death. And I, and I accuse him. I said, what are, you, are you crazy? Or he's just an eternal optimist, and he always starts off with, why did the Democrats, why do they not want it this? And the reality is, if you're promoting these policies that have been destroying the value of the ordinary man's wealth, the ordinary man's dollar, you cannot be doing it at this level accidentally. And what's oh, absolutely not. what's being implemented now is the equality we've been hearing about since Barack Obama was a state senator. And that is the equality through poverty and mediocrity. This is feudalism, and it's being implemented with the capitulation of people who should be standing against it. And I'm wondering, is it possible to pull out of or is it inevitable? I don't and- know. I, I, I don't know. The masses, we're teaching the masses that it's OK to. You know, here's what everybody, here's what, here's the world we're living in nowadays, Sean, is the, there's the, the, the masses, they want everything you have except your job. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's, yeah. That's what, that's, and so we're having to share it with them, and, but they don't have to work for it. Yeah. They want everything that you have except your job. And, and we're, and we're acquiescing. How about this? How does, how does anybody think it's okay to forgive student loans? They're not forgiven. The, 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 the debt is just transferred to people that never took it out in the first place. Yeah. And why are we having, but why are we even having that discussion? If I don't pay my mortgage, I lose my house. If I don't pay my car loan, I lose my car. Okay, let's talk about forgiving your student loan, but give me that degree back and give me back every job that you ever got with it. Then we're going to talk about it. And you know what's sad, Scott? I got, I got kids that are, you know, beginning their life, right? And they... Get their, get their first job and they get their check and they come home and my, my, you know, they'll look at you and they say, how am I ever going to do what you did? And it's hard because it's going to take a miracle because there is no way to do what we did. We had nothing, but we had the opportunity and now they don't even have the opportunity. The so-called job market, the so-called economy, it's all built on fracking government lies and it's got to come to an end. And that's why, do you know, I, I forgot to tell you this last time we talked, you know, dirty Curdy, my friend Kurt. Do you know, you know how much I think he's, listen, I argue with him, he's a stubborn German, but he's, he knows fundamental markets. Do you know he never misses your show? Ever. The cow guy clothes never misses it. He loves the show. So does everybody I talk to. Tell the people where they can go and check it out. Well, it's at rfptv.com. Uh, you can you have to download the app. We're on uh, every uh, cable sh- uh, cable channel, except not cable channel, cable provider, except for Xfinity. So if you're, and Xfinity time, they're not going to get it. But we, you know, we're on all the other ones, and uh, you can look in your guys. But it's RFTT, Rural Fire District, like you, you know, Maybury RFT. But it's you- a great show. It's only a half hour. It's hard hitting. We only have three guests. But I tell it like it is, just like you do, Sean. Oh, I love it. And my guests all are on other networks, so it's an all star lineup, and and it's and we're having a lot of fun, and and it's the number one number one rated live show on on the network. So that's wonderful. Let me ask you a question: Are you still in Indiana? Where are you? No, I'm, I've been in Nashville for three years. Oh, Nashville, Nashville. You know, I just drove. Yeah, I just, I just drove from from Southwest Florida here. 
I tell you, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's a beautiful country. And then you're in Kentucky. Kentucky's beautiful. Right after you get over the bridge, I think the air smells like a urinal. You think that's a coincidence? <laughs> no, it's not a coincidence. <laughs> right. And I tell you, you're not the only one that notices. But, yeah, it's beautiful. It was 67 degrees here in Nashville today. So. All right, next time I'm driving by, I'm coming over. Got a deal? Absolutely. And I want to meet the makeup girl you have at that RFD TV. It makes you look like Errol Flynn. She's, we, she's a spackler. We call it spackle. <laughs> Thank you, brother, for coming on. Really, I appreciate it. It was fun. Thank you. All right, okay, yeah. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Well, as long as we're talking about people losing their houses, here's a good little scam. Now, what do you want to bet, Squirrel? You want to bet, 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 that the guy running this scam is an absolute registered Democrat? Bet, 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 bet. You want to touch that? Nah, you work too hard for your money. But I'll take it, because I know I'm right. At first glance, it's just another real estate pro hustling to rent homes on social media. You will get a guaranteed six months rent free. But at one time payment homes, the site makes it clear. These are squatter homes and spells out just what that means in a penned Insta story. The police will tell you it's a civil matter. It's nothing they can do about it. Squatters rights. This is a criminal act. This is stealing. One-time payment homes is running a New Year's special, $1,400 for keys and a lease. To see how it worked, we sent a Channel 2 producer, JP, undercover. JP exchanged a series of messages with one-time payment homes over the course of a week and paid his $500 deposit through Apple Pay. That's when we were told to take our pick of any home posted on the real estate website Rently. We were told to meet at a gas station to exchange the rest of our one-time payment for keys. Then we would get an email with the JP, nice to meet you. But the meetup lasted only seconds. So how does all this work? Okay. As soon as they saw our Channel 2 camera coming, the one-time payment homes representative took off running. Hey, sir, it's Justin Gray with Channel 2. Are you selling a squatter home right here? You got the keys? So... When uh, you're dealing with a real estate professional, a lawyer of any kind or any kind of representation, and when they see a camera, they run, that's a bad sign. But it's also a sign they're Democrats because a Democrat will look right at you, lie to your face. You want to know how Biden's doing? Look at your 401k. With high inflation and a suddenly shaky banking system, some Americans are cashing out their retirement funds. But experts say be careful before you do that. Garen Tenney has more. The statistics all look pretty grim, that in general, the amount that people have saved for retirement. Cash-strapped Americans are raiding their retirement funds prematurely. According to data from Voya, people without enough savings are 13 times more likely to choose this option, despite the potential tax penalties for early withdrawals. The ro- and that's why the government likes to promote the lies. Because when you go after your own money in a 401k, your retirement, you break it early, they tax you. And they get... in penalties and taxes for doing nothing. And that's why they lie to your face about how good the economy is in fuelnomics. Tony Downers Grove. Hey, Sean. Hey, Tony. You you know, I I, I don't, I I agree that the numbers are fudged on the economy, but 
I mean, it's one thing to talk about people that have to take out of their 401k and get penalized. I know yeah. I did it. Yeah. Uh, but all my friends who are retired, Sean, their <laughs> 401ks are going through the roof. Hey. So how do you how do you square that when we're talking about the economy? Because that's what they'll point to. Just what Scarborough said. Because the Dow, you have people, well, the Dow Jones and, and indices are going to be in, in, in blue chip stocks or better stocks. But you have to remember, too. The, the the perfect time for this economic fraud is now because the companies that make up the Dow Jones are recipients of government spending nine times out of ten. So they're impervious to the real economy. Not only that, a lot of the economy a lot of those companies that make up the Dow Jones are ironically having their 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 bills paid for by consumer credit cards. So there's a layer of there's a layer of re, of, of, of absence of reality in between the purchase and what's called the revenue. I under I understand what you're saying, but the challenge is that it, if this keeps swimming along, people are just going to look at that and they're going to think everything is fine. Yeah. You take along with everything else that I agree with as far as you complaining. The, the sorry, the Republicans they have issues right in front of them that they can't take by no. just take by the horns and talk about them. Instead, they get in their own way. Yeah, I agree with you, Tony. And here's the thing to remember. you got to also remember what Scott said. 15%, 15% have 85% of the stocks. 50% of this country, 50, have no stocks, never had any stocks. So you're placating a very small part of the population. Is it enough? That's the question I don't know. I would think, Tony, that by the end of this year, if anybody still even wants to say the word Democrat, they get what they deserve. The rest of us will be victims. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Russia, Russia, Russia. Fear Russia, that evil Russia. President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. It was released by an American investigative journalist, Seymour Hirsch. He Seymour says Hirsch. Zelensky... The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling $28 million and 1.3 million euros in cash. Anastasia Kovitska set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Um, and the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. There's and then there's pes- that pesky fact that the Ukrainian oligarch-run corrupt government was killing its own people for eight years. Russia's the bad guy, huh? Of course, Joe Biden didn't have a corrupt alliance with the leaders of Russia the way he did Ukraine, the way everybody, including the Secret Service, knew. To convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They Admits said, it no with a microphone in his face, like he's Shecky Green or Engelbert Humperdinck singing a tune. In the meantime, what he's doing is confessing. 
And now Russia's the bad. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia wasn't bad when the Duchess of Chaffington agreed to sell them uranium. How ironic would that be, Squirrel? If Hillary Clinton, with her rash and Huma Thurman, her girlfriend, if in negotiating the uranium one deal, the very nukes that eventually hit us have the Hillary Clinton uranium in them. Wouldn't that be fun? Then they were okay. They're okay. Invest your money with them and everything. It's all going to be great. In fact, didn't you? do you know why you should invest? This was the pitch we got, Squirrel, at the Mercantile Exchange. You're going to want to invest in Russia because stupid Europe, they, they, they hamstrung themselves. They have no energy. They can't provide their own energy. So they're going to have to go to Russia. It's going to be a boom town for the energy sector. And then Russia said, oh, all right, that sounds good. Okay, we'll work all that out. And then America said, only if you use our petrodollar, which means all your Russian oil and natural gas has to first be priced in the dollar. And Russia said, well, why would we do that? We don't really, we don't really want your dollar. We don't like the way you spend your money. And they said, oh, whoa, oh, oh, you'll do it our way or there will be consequences. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What do, what, how, will you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. So you blew it up, creating the greatest ecological disaster known to man, which really isn't a big deal because it's from the earth anyway. But they know that. Climate, the existential threat. So you blew it up. Once again, on tape, you admit it. But Russia, Russia's the problem? Sure it is. You're the freaking problem. The communists, the Soviet, the Marxists we have right in this country calling themselves Democrats or the president, you election-stealing pig. Dave in Cedar Lake, Indiana. <laughs> Sorry, you caught me by surprise there. Sorry. Sorry, I, you know, I've been listening since the very beginning, and uh, I just absolutely love what you do day in and day out. You're oh, like you. a street-fighting, bare-knuckle Oh, thank you. Brawler. They just get these guys pinned in the corner. You just thump on them. I got a lot of friends, uh, though, that, are, that are, are happy because I stopped getting them punched in the face. I have a friend of mine <laughs> who's as strong as an ox. I mean, he's really, I must have got him punched in the face a thousand times. He likes yeah. it because now he doesn't get punched in the face when I shoot my mouth off. But go ahead. <laughs> and I, I just, I enjoy what you do. You you do very, I, I listen to the show every day on the way home. And right, you're, listen. I don't know who you line up. Uh, or who lines up your talent at five o'clock? But the uh, the five o'clock interviews, day in and day out, are absolutely spectacular. I walk away from this show every day having learned something. Oh, I, I appreciate, appreciate that, Dave. That uh, you do this, huh. you do, just keep what keep what you're doing. But it uh, means the world to me. And you're going to figure out how I get that uh, those guests because you're going to talk to her and she's going to give you a shirt. Her name is Honey Bunny. Uh here he is. I invoked his name, Squirrel. Yes, I did. He's as kind and as wonderful as could be, and a Vietnam veteran, which means he's uh, willing to die and kill for our country. And he's going to pretend to be as uh, as kind and as wonderful as my late great mother used to be. Come on, Rich. Hit me with some why are they. Come on. <laughs> no, what I wanted to say today is that uh, I noticed that the phrase of the day for the uh, Democrats are, Biden's on the top of his game, and he's as sharp as a tack. <laughs> yeah. I blame Cialis. Cialis has been allowing these old over. men to pretend to be men for decades. Go ahead. I hear it over and over again. And uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
he doesn't do he doesn't do any. He says the same thing over and over again. It's so ridiculous that they keep uh, telling these jokes. Every day it's a different joke. Joe every Biden, day they have a different joke to tell us. Joe Biden's nickname. Joe Biden's nickname was Joke. He was always a fracking joke. The difference is nowadays these kids that are Democrats because they're on welfare, they don't remember yesteryear. Nobody understands the 80s when Joe Biden was laughed off stage. Joe Biden has always been an absolute punchline. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb. He is dumb. Do you know why? He had to pull himself out of the election. Number one, everyone laughed at him. He completely fabricated his entire resume, his entire collegiate career, his academics, his grades. He's a freaking liar. It's all he's ever been, except when he's on the take, because he's always been on the take. Now, the Sox business exclusive, Hunter Biden and a former Biden aide invested in two Chinese companies with ties to the top levels of the Chinese Communist Party and its military. Emails and its military emails. He added two alias emails. Get me Brett Ware. In the meantime, how many illegal Chinese men do we have military age? Which don't worry. I'm not worried about the Chinese military. After you kick their ass in 10 minutes, you want to kick another one's ass. Here at this video shot by our Fox Nation team a few weeks ago, you can see them streaming through. Many of them are migrants from China. Just to put into perspective here, they have seen over 20,000 Chinese migrants cross the southwest border this year, and more than 90% have come through this area, this sector in San Diego specifically. Put that into perspective, Dana, there were only four. 450 total migrants the entire fiscal year of 2021 here in San Diego. They've eclipsed that number in the past 48 hours. Well, that's good news for ugly American women like Nellie Orr. Did you ever see Nellie Orr, Squirrel? Google her. Nellie Orr. She could have never got married if it wasn't for Chinese immigration. Granted, her husband became a Chinese liaison to the Marxist mafia here in this country. But it was good news for Nellie Orr, who couldn't get a dog to do anything but sniff her face. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Fusion GPS. Nelly Orr. Christopher Steele. Brennan. All the same Marxist mafia claptrap. All misusing their position in government, and everybody knew it. No one would admit it. Leslie, they spied on my campaign. Well, we can't verify. It's been totally verified. No. It's been just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign. They got caught. No. And then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie. And you know that, but you just don't want to put it on the air. As a matter of fact, I don't know that. You idiot. Then you're just an idiot. If your claim is that you're an idiot, well, that does explain about 35% of Democrat votes. I'm just stupid. But you're Leslie Stahl. So you've been stupid for decades. And that's how we're in this position, huh, dummy? Rob, Ukrainian village. Hey, Sean. uh, Just uh, I feel like a lot uh, lately you've been telling people that they might not remember the 80s. And uh, I've been trying to find some quality programming for my kids and got them watching Family Ties. And I was watching with my son the other day, and there was an episode. Uh, well, Alex B. Keaton, off the bat, is one of the most underrated 
TV characters ever. But yes. uh, the dad was asking him about a new kid in class or something like that, and he said, "Yeah, Dad, he's a real stand-up guy." He said, "I mean, he's not a communist." And he said, and then he followed that, and he said, "He's not even a Democrat." And right away, <laughs> it made me think of you. So, uh, <laughs> Rob, do you know how lucky we are that we know that, and how lucky the kids are that they can watch it if they have the right direction. It was the best time in this country's history because people understood exactly what the threat was. And the threat was the ideology that has brought every nation to its knees and is now bringing this one to the, to its knees. It's government supremacy. And it was rejected. It was rejected by even Democrats because back then they understood what the difference was between a Democrat and a Marxist mafia member. But I'm I, I'm hoping that there's a resurrection by kids your your son's age because that's who's really going to have to put up the fight when we're old like Biden and soiling our sands belts. Yeah, and other things too, simple things. You know, you look at you know his character dressed up, wore a shirt and tie every day, looked presentable. You go to the grocery store now, and everyone looks like a bum in their their fat fuzzy pajama pants, and I don't know. It's, Do you know how insane it is? Time to live. You know how insane it is. I can't wait to to, to meet. Riley Gaines. But do you know how insane it is that men in this country, I'm dead serious because you go back to the 80s, men stuck up for women. The idea that you would, as a man, allow another man to compete with girls. What are you out? Are you out of your freaking mind? I'm dead serious about this. I mean, I the women are the most, I was raised by women primarily, believe it or not. Women. My mother raised me and my grandmother. And the idea that I would sit there and watch some some goof put on woman's clothing and pretend to be a woman. Are you out of your fracking mind? It's just. Where are all the fathers in these situations? They're coward. They're coward. You ever go to. I knew this problem when I went to Oak Park and you saw the communists, the trust fund babies sitting there with their sweater vests on. Having, having, uh, uh, being lectured to by frauds and losers. They hated their dad because they always disappointed them. That's the problem. They became Oak Parkers. Thank you very much. For the comment there. Oh, come on, squirrel. We're not going to get in trouble. Everybody knows what it is. After all, Oak Park, uh, if they're not communists, they're for Nikki Haley. Most harm he's ever possibly had is getting hit by a golf ball when he's sitting in a golf cart. You said he's no longer qualified to be president. If you don't know the value of our men and women in uniform, if you don't know the sacrifice that they go through, why should... How does... You work for Boeing. Hey, hey, profit whore. Hey, military industrial complex broker. You were broke before Boeing gave you $8 million. How much death American patriot blood has enriched Boeing, whore? And that's what you represent. You know the time they made the least amount of money and there was the most peace was during Trump's year? Which is why Boeing wants your crooked ass to get in there. By the way, how's your documentarian? You still keeping track with him? We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is... Is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty. One of the best memories I have of my days of filling in was getting to talk to guests 
One of the first guests I talked to when I was filling in is my next guest. It's the Valentine's Day extravaganza, and I can't think of a better reporter I have. I love him. Can't help it. He's been a reporter for the White House, or for the Washington Times, covering the White House since I was filling in. He's Jeff Mordock. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing fine, Sean. Happy Valentine's Day to you and your audience. Thank you very much. You know, it's funny, because we've been doing this a while. And uh, you've heard me say this. I call him the only president who couldn't be a greeter at Walmart. Yet somehow there he sits. Back in the 80s, when I first started paying attention to politics, Joe Biden was just wrong and stupid all the time and caught plagiarizing a lot, lying about his resume. But now you've been covering scandal after scandal, yet here he sits among, I think, arguably the biggest one. He's not mentally fit to stand trial, yet he's mentally fit to run for presidency. Can you explain that to me? Honestly, I I can't explain it. It it blows my mind that that is the conclusion of Robert Herr, that he's not mentally fit to stand trial, but everybody does seem okay with the fact that he's president. And I don't understand why the Herr report has become such a political firestorm, because the stuff has been out there. We've seen it. We've seen it with our own eyes. We saw it back when he was just saying things that didn't happen. And I don't know why it took the her report to wake people up to what we've seen every day. It's a fascinating time in American history. It really is. It's as if facts mean nothing. It's as if evidence of political corruption mean nothing. Nothing seems to get in the way. It's not even a speed bump. Whether we talk about the insider trading of, uh, of Nancy Pelosi or other Congress people, as they lay out spending bills that enrich very companies that they take stock positions. And this used to be a scandal when I was a kid. Yet here we are with a president who has been caught on tape admitting as the vice president to holding back a policy of a, of a billion-dollar loan guarantee. He's caught, in his own words, I wasn't going to give them the con- congressionally passed billion dollars unless they fired a prosecutor and now we're arguing over if this country should get more money after the pentagon release they can't account for a billion dollars a week and a half ago that has already gone to ukraine it's it do facts matter anymore in america 2024 well no because there's so many facts out there there's so many alternative facts and so many facts are competing with each other i don't think people even know what facts are anymore and i i think that's one of the biggest problems everybody seems to have their own set of facts these days and i think that makes it very difficult and you see everything is connected. I mean, you look at what Mike Turner came out with today. It's not a coincidence that he's one of the biggest pro-Ukraine, pro-aid to Ukraine congressmen out there. And then this comes out just as it's pretty clear that the Senate aid to Ukraine bill is dead on arrival. Um, nobody seems to want to make that connection, but it just seems like a fairly obvious connection to me. One of the things that I've always been amazed at since Donald Trump stopped being the president. One of the things that I I, I find absolutely shocking is we saw for, for four years, three and a half really, how successful actual diplomacy can be. It was the first time in decades we had a president that said, do we have a problem with this so-called country? I'm going to go there, whether it was North Korea or Russia, whether it was China or anywhere around the country or around the world. And yet, Within his removal, we have this Iron Curtain American style where we are not to get information from other countries. We are not to advocate for diplomacy. So as a reporter, somebody who's been doing this for years, were you excited to see that Tucker Carlson at least wanted to get the perspective of the Russian president? 
Yes, I thought that was a victory for journalism because you're right. We don't get access. Uh, I can't believe nobody else has gone over there to try. Um, there was another, the, the prosecutor who, um, you know, you're talking earlier about the prosecutor that Joe Biden got fired in Ukraine. Yes. Yeah, I remember him being interviewed. I think Brian Kilmeade interviewed him and Brian Kilmeade asked him, you know, how many times have you turned away interview requests? And he said, you're the only person who's asked to interview. Me. I mean, that's the definition of of propaganda is you're not getting a story you're, you're you're being prevented censored from the perspective the information is being redacted from the american people and even in this culture of propaganda we know that this particular country arguably the most corrupt country in all of europe has stolen or misappropriated one billion dollars of our money one billion dollars we have the scandals of the upper echelon, the wives getting caught in Paris with 30 million in a suitcase. It's astonishing to me that this doesn't matter to 50 percent of the country. Can you explain that? No, I can't. I, I cannot explain why there's not more scrutiny on Ukraine. Everybody just cries Russia. And then, you know, everybody wants to fork over the money to Ukraine. I'm just going back to what I said earlier. You know, Mike Turner did not have to come out publicly with this national security threat. Now, we don't know a lot of details about it, and it's possible this could change. But he has been he just came back from Ukraine where he pledged Vladimir Zelensky that he would do what it took to get the Senate funding bill to the House floor. And now all of a sudden he's coming out. I mean, the White House seemed like they were caught off guard. I don't know if you saw any of Jake Sullivan's press conference. They were completely caught off guard by this. And it just seems very coincidental that Mike Turner isn't getting what he wants. And then all of a sudden he's going to shock everybody with this big, scary announcement. You know, Jeff, it seems to me like another government propaganda piece, whether it reminds me it's reminiscent to me. I think it could be as big as the Gulf of Tonkin because that was able to start a war. And that's clearly what this administration needs to do because they need to keep the focal point off of this country, particularly Russia was one of the main leaders in the de-dollarization of the world. And to me, that's what it always boils down to. You've been doing this a long time. It's always about the money. And when you see, exactly. uh, when you see America misappropriating the responsibility it, it gave to the world in the Bretton Woods Agreement, bastardize the currency, continue to massively bankrupt our nation, other countries didn't want to partake in our dollar. I think this is that simple. Has this been something that's talked about in uh, Washington, D.C.? No, it, it, it's it's a fascinating point, and you don't see it. You don't see it in the mainstream publications around here. You don't see an analysis of it. You don't see you don't you just flat out don't see much discussion of it at all. And the sad part is, is that was the accusation levied against George Bush, which had some validity, but there was at least a unanimous pushback of people who, whether they pretended to care about soldiers and, and death or, or, and war and code pink, or people who were skeptical enough of the Bush policies to say, wait a minute, this is really about the oil and the dollar and the petrodollar and the rest of it. Where have all those millions of Americans gone? That's a great question. Um, we, we, that is a great question. They're, they're, you just don't hear from them anymore. And this is something that I find shocking because it's really arguably... 40, 50, 60 percent of what used to be called the Democrat Party. I'm kind of wondering what happened to those old hippies who believed in peace and love and freedom. They kind of folded in with COVID. I mean, COVID could arguably be the greatest weapon used against the mindset of an American. I, I, I think, well, I think what we're seeing is 
a country that just seems to be incurious. And I think part of the reason we see that is I think people are getting bombarded with, with different facts, as I said earlier. They're getting overwhelmingly um, they're getting overwhelming news. I think there's a lot of negative news, and I think people are tuning out. I think that's yeah. what the curiosity is, is, too. I think people have gotten overwhelmed. I think people have gotten concerned, and I think the easier thing is just to tune out and not pay, give it much mind. You dropped an article recently how House Democrats are threatening to override arguably the most ineffective, feckless speaker that's this the Republican Party or the country's ever had in Mike Johnson. He, after all, why would they uh, why would they be uh, aggravated with Mike Johnson? Hasn't he, in the shortest period of time, signed three continuing resolutions? I mean, he pretty much is a rubber stamp for spending. Is it just the Ukraine aid that's got the Democrats all in a tizzy? And can they, in fact, uh, override Speaker Johnson on the Ukraine uh, aid? Um, that's going to be tough because they're not going to get any. They're not going. To get, it depends on how much Republican support they can muster. Um, that's going to be tough. I think what we could see, though, it, uh, but I think if they do, I think we're going to see a, an uproar against Mike Johnson again. We're seeing the same thing that happened to Kevin McCarthy happened to Mike Johnson, and the Republicans are in a position they can't do that. They've already gotten criticized for cannibalizing one speaker. I don't think they can take the risk of doing that to a second speaker. Do you think that, uh, you know, I love the idea of our republic. I really do. I love the idea that there is supposed to be a grind I only associate with people who understand the principles of how difficult bills and laws and spending is supposed to be. Do you think those people like me are passe and just old timers? Do you think they're the, the young Americans are, are, are comfortable with government and government bills and omnibus bills and thousand pages? We will show it to you on a Sunday, pass it on a Monday. Or do you think that the young Americans are kind of figuring out that this is a government that wants to operate in secrecy? I think they're figuring out that it's a government that operates in secrecy. I don't think they understand what they can do about it. I, I think they understand it. I just don't know because you see it from both parties and you see it uh, coming in, you know, from you vote people out, the new people coming in are even less transparent. I think that they are frustrated. I think they see it. I think they don't know what to do about it. I think that's that's the number one issue. You know, I, I, I don't know what to do about it, um, to be honest. It's is the is the White House aware of just the contempt that the American people are getting for a White House that is lying to the people when it comes to the ability of Joe Biden, that everybody, regardless of party affiliation after this report, is starting to waver on him. I mean, we're seeing polls where 86 percent of Americans feel Joe Biden is too old to run. I, I've never seen a poll when it comes to politics at 86 percent. Are they just planning on just bum-rushing this through? Yeah, I mean, you know, they did it with Robert Mueller. Nobody ever wants to talk about that, but they did it. They they propped up Robert Mueller. Um, you remember Robert Mueller's sure? testimony before Congress when yes. he couldn't remember things and he was fumbling and struggling? And, um, you know, I talked to Matt Gates. I had done an interview with Matt Gates after that, and he was telling me how they were prepared and they thought that they were going to have this tiger and it turns out that this was just this feeble old man. And, you know, if they were able to prop him up, who was running an investigation, I think it's far easier to prop up Joe Biden because you have a much bigger op apparatus within the White House and the White House system to keep things going when there are memory issues. And Robert Mueller, it's a much smaller apparatus, it's a much smaller operation. It's much more difficult to prop up somebody like that in the public eye.
than it would be for a president of the United States. This is not the first time this has happened, but nobody ever links the two. There's also some scandals going on with the um, the AGs involved in persecuting or prosecuting Trump. And there's scandals, whether it's the the uh, Fanny in uh, Atlanta. And I know I'm supposed to say Fanny, but I don't see a W. It's clearly Fanny. Fanny in Atlanta or the Dimwood in New York as the street gangs from Venezuela and all around Central and South America are destroying the quality of life in New York. It seems to be that these uh, attorney generals that are bringing up Trump on alleged crimes are riddled in their own scandals. I think those scandals have some currency, in particular Fanny, and the fact that she was paying her boyfriend exorbitant amounts of money through misappropriation of funds, which Chicago Democrats call a budget. But the reality is uh, uh, there's contempt building uh, against the prosecutors uh, uh, when it comes to Trump, aren't there? Yes, especially in the Fawny or Fannie Willis case. Yes. Um, and it's interesting because it, it, sort of how this came out, as you know, was the, um, the, the her boy toy was <laughs> essentially um, his ex-wife or his soon-to-be ex-wife bore all this forward in the divorce. And that's what's so amazing. But for this woman who was scorned, we would know any of this. Yes. I mean, it, it, now, it's like one giant soap opera, isn't it? Except the people yeah, are ugly. But we wouldn't. But it's amazing how, I mean, because even if she wasn't prosecuting Trump, she was just prosecuting run-of-the-mill cases. This would still be a huge scandal. The mm-hmm. fact that it's Trump magnifies the scandal. This wouldn't, but. If she was doing any other case, this would still be a huge scandal. And the fact that we know it only because of an angry, bitter divorce really just shows how little we know about what's going on and who's in charge and who's making the decisions for us. What's the the climate in Washington, D.C., as the uh, Biden administration now pivots on its support for Israel? as you see them bring in the Jordanian king, which I have a hard time pretending a country has a king when American welfare has to give it a billion dollars so that they, it can feed its people, but somehow they have royalty. Um, but what is what is the climate in Washington as Biden wants to uh, have the Israelis be perpetual victims of what I call the goat Casanovas? What, what, what exactly is the climate in Washington, D.C., as you see the Hamas supporters that aren't just in uh, in Chicago or New York anymore? but in Washington, D.C. itself. Well, first, let's give Joe Biden some props for realizing he was meeting with King Abdullah of Jordan and not Michael Jordan. I think he deserves <laughs> some props for that. I think it was the king's wife who, by the way, nicely done pretend king. But go ahead. <laughs> Rihanna, her name's, yeah, Queen Rihanna. Um, so, um, but to answer your question, I think people see what this is, which is pandering. Because it wasn't until the youth vote abandoned him, all of a sudden Joe Biden starts talking about sympathy for Palestine and almost doing what he's lost. And this is a really interesting question because now he's lost the young progressives on the stance of Israel. He's lost the Muslim community, which has formed the abandoned Biden group, which I'm sure you've seen, that are out there protesting against him and telling people not to vote for him. And now, you know, the African-American vote has has left him in droves because of his handling of the economy. The Hispanic vote has left him in droves. It's going to be a real interesting question uh, in November. Can you be a can you win the presidency without any kind of base? Because the his base is leaking like crazy. Yeah. You know, before I let you go on this Valentine's Day, I want you to go enjoy your family. But there's something I want to ask you about. And I did, I never really uh, uh, was it was a tremendous uh, ideological 
twin of Matt Talibi, but I always appreciated his reporting. One thing that kind of went away, and I don't like that it went away, was that as he was testifying before Congress, an FBI agent went to his door. Clearly a move to intimidate uh, him, FBI or IRS. Are you ever worried about that when it comes to reporting the truth? Because you're one of those few reporters that takes on the truth. Do you think that this administration, who has shown itself to be quite in control of the bureaucracies of our government, do you think that their their willingness to intimidate their political opposition or anybody who who criticizes what we all know is incompetence or corruption, uh, do you think it's going to be long before this becomes commonplace like it was the Soviet Union? And whatever happened to that story where IRS agents went to Matt Talibi's house on the day he was testifying before Congress? Well, the story just disappeared because, again, you have incurious people and everybody's turned on Matt Talibi. Um, has for people who are out there reporting, I mean, that's nothing new. Look at what happened to James Rosen under the, under the Obama administration. Yeah. Um, the intimidation, the, the spying, none of that really is particularly new to any administration. It's, we, you know, it, it's been going on a lot longer than I think people realize. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I do expect it will continue. Well, Jeff Mordock of the Washington Times, if they ever come for you, can you at least get them to meet you in a tavern and then give me the address? Can you do that for me, please? <laughs> yes, I can absolutely do that. Thank and you. I, I appreciate your willingness to back me up. Thank you very much, Jeff Mordock, because you're always reporting on the truth, and that's what this country needs in the face of lies that it runs on. Thank you so much for joining Thank me, you. Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. <laughs> AM 560. The answer. love. You know I love Meatloaf. Not in the same way Cream Puff Jim loves Meatloaf. I like the singer, not the sandwich. Uh, what would distract the nation from the fact that everywhere the Democrats reside, everywhere, is absolute chaos? Once great cities, absolute fracking ghettos. So we've seen a spate of some very brazen cell phone robberies in New York City that's been attributed to a Venezuelan gang called Train de Aragua, which has... Train de Aragua! Shut up! Got any toilet paper or deodorant? I don't think so. How about St. Louis? So these cops that are out here right now in the streets, there's probably two cops in this police ward right now because she's defunded at least $10 million out of their patrol budget. So day to day, people can't expect public safety because the mayor has different priorities. Yeah, she's injected her woke politics into policing. No, she didn't. She's a Democrat, just like the one in D.C. We can tell you that, again, the house is surrounded by police. This entire neighborhood is sealed off. Uh, There are police presence everywhere. We have at least two schools in the area. What a great decade for the Democrat roach scumbag lowlife, including the illegal aliens. We're going to begin with another arrest in the beating of two NYPD officers in Times Square. And one of the suspects already charged in the case is facing more legal trouble. Let's get straight down to Stephanie Bertini, who's outside criminal court in lower Manhattan. Stephanie, what's the latest? So one of them who we don't know his name, but we do know he's 17 years old. And I know which one he is, Squirrel. He's the one that Charles Darwin was looking for. He's the link, the missing link. Because if you see this son of a gun, you might thinking you might be thinking Darwin was on to something. Non-citizen is expected in court today. He is one of several held responsible, according to the NYPD, for that attack on two cops. Did in- you see him, Squirrel? He's got those big ears, his head small on top. 
You know what I'm talking about? He looks like Darwin. Was looking for it, like Darwin described. By the way, it's not just New York. People come and throw their trash. Illegal dumping, robberies, and other crimes that have residents like Addie Marcus. I carry bear spray. I always have a pocket knife on me. Come on, pup. Arming himself to walk his dog. It just is, seems to be going downhill. I've never seen Oakland this bad. The manager of this roofing company next to an open-air chop shop says... Which explains why everywhere these rat Democrat thieves, short-in-the-pants gangsters, have power, people are leaving. Tonight, a lot of wealthier Californians are leaving the Golden State and taking their money with them. CBS 8's Ariana Cohen finds out where they're going and why. Wealthy Americans are leaving California in droves, new data shows. A new analysis found that... By the way, California's got the answer. You know what the answer is? Oh, you're going to love this, Well. You're calling for a $50 an hour federal minimum wage. That's seven times the current national minimum wage of seven twenty-five an hour. Can you explain how that would be economically sustainable for small businesses? You have 60 seconds. Now let's go to a Democrat who's never succeeded at anything, but will lie about everything because this two-bit moron Marxist whore who's putting forward a $50 minimum because people are drowning in poverty because California is communist now. She's going to pretend that she had businesses. Can you name it? Can you name the business? First, let me say I um, owned and ran a small business for um, 11 years. I created hundreds of jobs, benefits, retirement benefits, also health care benefits. I know what worker productivity means, and that means that you have to make sure that your employees are taken care of and have a living wage. In the Bay Area, uh, I believe it was the United Way, came out with a report that uh, very recently, 107... Oh, aren't you going to give the name of your very successful business? Hey, lying whore, you going to give the name? Nah, you don't want... So what will distract Americans? Russians, space nukes, weapons of mass destruction. Sure it is, freaking liars. That's why you never, ever believe a liar a second time. Cream Puff Jim, which bomb you want to talk about? Yeah, we talk about the the Grego Party House. I guess the uh, Johnson took a, a brief erection. Uh, I think it were, I thought they were going to go after the uh, washroom attendant because they didn't bring his whisk broom for I heard for two or three days. He's who is what are you talking about? Mike whisk- Johnson, the little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't but worry. They want to win Come on, he's going he's to fund you. He gave you three blank checks to these stupid idiots like Hakeem Jeffries. Oh, real? Do you notice how he talks with his hands now? What do you think you are, Sicilian? Put your hands in your pocket, scam artist. By the way, anyway, do you, are, anyway, do you think that, that Russian, Russians will drop the bomb, or you think that Joe Biden will just misfire one into Chicago? What do you think? Well, you know, I'll tell you the answer to the truth. I know exactly where they're headed. That's the joke of it. I mean, Fermi I, Lab? I know the streets. No, LaSalle, and, and I mean, there's like six streets in, in downtown Chicago. Yeah. They intersect. Uh, How are you going to know? It looks like it already I happened. No, I know, I know, because I got this information from somebody who flew missions over no, no, Russia. No, no, I'm saying, how are you going to know if they ever do drop the bomb? It looks like one already went off. Well, Michigan no, Avenue right, looks like Guadalajara. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> you want to get down as fast as you can. Yeah. The closer you are to ground zero, the better up you are. Yeah, I, listen, mean, I, I, that, I told you about yeah, that Bolivian yeah. that Bolivian tramp that was dressed in that horse blanket yesterday without the derby with her new iPhone. Yeah. Do you know today... Another guy came up to me with brand new white sneakers, whiter than your pillowcase. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Clean trousers, jacket without a mark. He's an argument. I think I need some money. I said, I want your jacket. Give me the jacket, you freaking bum. 
Robert in Bloomingdale. Sean, you know, you were talking earlier about this illegal immigrant, Darwin and all that. Here's the thing, you know, <laughs> these people, yeah, you like that. I like that, yeah. too. But He's got the small people, head on top, the ears that stick out. He looks like he was in the movie with Ronald Reagan. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I just wanted to say, good luck trying to get this guy to come to court. It's like when they come into this country court. illegally. And, oh, we'll give you a court date to come in. Good luck if they even bother showing up. He's the, same, he's the same Venezuelan scumbag gangbanger that was kicking our two yeah. cops. And he got caught today robbing Macy's. Let him go. Let him go. He's fine. Put him up in a house. Why don't you bring him to Highland Park, where apparently they're still practicing slavery? Well, that, in the meantime, this story, authorities in Lake County say they stopped a suspected human trafficker in Highland Park. Investigators say they were tipped off about Gladys Abanez Olea. Whoa, 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 whoa. Gladys Abanez Olea. Is that Pennsylvania Dutch? What is that, Swedish? What is that? Savage language there. What is it? and searched her home. They say they rescued four people from Mexico. Investigators say that Olea promised the victims housing and jobs before she then took their possessions when they arrived. Isn't that slavery? Oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa. You mean her own people. She took all their possessions and cast them into slavery and human trafficking. Oh, that's surprising. She lives in Highland Park. She then allegedly forced them to work and give money to her, Leia remains in Lake County Jail pending an initial court hearing this morning. Wasn't any one of them from Melrose Park? Because she'd be ended up with, her ear would be ringing, be real big. She'd have no taste in her mouth because I'd slap the taste out of your mouth, you filthy animal. Put your own people in prison, in your own slavery. Yeah, we're going to end it here in Highland Park. You're promoting it. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Thanks for making it. Hey, listen. So, you know, the, the, the Republicans couldn't even pick and hold it at seat in New York after they got rid of Santos and all that stuff like that. But I'm going to give you a tip on why the Republicans with this rotten RNC and uh, Rodent uh, McDaniel. I mean, here it is. You know how to spend our money over there with the RNC? They're buying makeup, uh, massages, flowers, candles, candy. They were spending money on a stupid... Well, did you take a look at that Ronna Romney? I mean, did you look at her? Nobody else was going to buy that stuff for her. Might as well be the RNC. And if anybody needs makeup and a massage, it's her. In the meantime, I got a sad story. Sad. And I say this because, you know, when you grow up in the auto part business, you realize that car guys and car women, they're a special kind of people. They really are. And people who have a hobby of automobiles, they tend to be very helpful. Very helpful. This was the problem my grandfather had. He would give away more business than he would, he would uh, sell for currency. He used to fix guys' car. If they were poor, he'd fix it for whatever you had, sandwiches, wine. So this story resonated with me. It bothered me very much. But then again, it took place in a Democrat sewer area. And the moral of this story and all the stories we cover here on this show, when you live amongst Democrats, it's very dangerous. And they're not like normal people at all. A fender bender in a Highland Walmart parking lot turns deadly when one driver shoots and kills the other. Good evening. This is the KTLA 5 News at 530. I'm Cher Calvin. And hi there. I'm Courtney Farrell in tonight for Micah. The deadly encounter happened after the victim accidentally backed into the suspect's car. KTLA's Inland Empire reporter Shelby Nelson spoke to the victim's son and joins us now in San Bernardino with more. Shelby? 
Sharon Court, this truly is heartbreaking. It was supposed to be just a simple trick uh, trip, excuse me, to Walmart for John Mock. But instead, he was involved in a fender bender that led to him and his life being taken way too soon. Now, we talked to his son earlier who says this should have never happened over something so minuscule. He wasn't big on taking pictures. What he did love was his family, cars, and his boat. That's what you'll see in the few pictures of 59-year-old Jonathan Mock. I got pictures of him falling asleep with his granddaughter there watching TV together and, and feeding her when she was an infant. He loved his granddaughter. So happy. They'll serve as memories for Matthew Mock and his two brothers after their father was tragically killed in this Highland Walmart parking lot on Highland Avenue last Monday. John had come here to get some ingredients to make jerky. San Bernardino police say at around 8 p.m. he was driving down a lane while the suspect was backing out of her parking spot. For whatever reason, the victim stopped and slowly backed his vehicle up, and that's when he had a collision with the suspect's vehicle. Police say the impact was minor, resulting in a scratch or two. John then got out of his car to apologize. That's when they say 36-year-old Shantice Norton got out of her car and allegedly shot him in the face before driving off. Shot him in the face. He got out to apologize. You'll go on to hear his dear friends. By the way, not Caucasian, his dear friends. And they talk about how he would have fixed their car for free. That's the kind of guy he was. But see, when you live among Democrats, it's dangerous because they're not civilized. And as you watch the news in Chicago or New York, New Jersey or California, what you realize it's very hard to live among the uncivilized. And that's really what we're facing. It's like there was a, problem with an IQ development like Darwin was on to something 312-642-5600 broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois in the upper midwest in the nation and around the world this is the Sean Thompson show on AM560 the answer AM560 the answer oh my what are you trying to dance with me because it's Valentine's Day? This story infuriated me. Infuriated me because all the guy wanted to do was say he was sorry and help the girl. But when you, you live among people who don't want to be civilized, then you see the news. You see our news. You see the chaos. All the Democrat areas. All the Democrat areas. Uh, when you hear about some of these cops not being paid, checks bouncing, the defund the police movement, what is it doing to your city? That means you're in St. Louis, another Democrat-run area, and they're dumb enough to elect Cory Bush. The morale of the city, the officers aren't going to work. We're losing officers left and right. You can't recruit officers when that's happening. Um, when Cory Bush and Tashara Jones called for defunding of the police, that, what does that make it sound like? You know, they, and then they said, you know, the citizens are like, well, what does that mean? No more. Well, you're, you're also supposed to put away the criminals. You're supposed to put away the criminals so this doesn't happen. But in these Democrat areas, they let them out again and again and again. Its origins at uh, prison outside of Caracas. A number of the gang members escaped in September 2023 when the Venezuelan government raided the prison. And a lot of them have come over within this surge of migrants from Venezuela into the United States. In the last fiscal year, there have been like 340,000 encounters at the U.S. southern border with Venezuelan migrants. Among those, Border Patrol has apprehended 41 trained Aragua gang members. Law enforcement. And then you got that MS-13, right? Miss-13? And they're from where? El Salvador, Nicaragua? Who knows? 
I'm amazed they can count that high to 13. And then we got our own problems. Our own right here in America. This girl shot this man in the face who was trying to help her. Apologize, he backed into her car. I wonder, do you think she was current on the payments? you think she bought the car? I don't think so either. Pride when I found out he got killed. And that's what he loved, cars. He probably would have fixed the lady car for nothing. <laughs> she ended up shooting it. Those who worked with John at Carey's Fine Automobiles in San Bernardino are just as devastated as his sons are. I couldn't imagine anybody getting that upset over something so, so small, so insignificant. It's so painful. I wouldn't want anybody to go through this. Grieving the death of someone they cherished dearly, someone they looked up to. I want the community to understand the type of loss that has suffered, not only by his family, but by all of us. You know, if, if you're broke down in front of an auto parts store and he happened to be there, he's the kind of guy that would offer to help. Through witness statements, police located... What the- do you think he's worth in comparison to the person that shot him and the caliber of a so-called person that she is? What's he worth, a 1,000 of them? 10,000? Ah, we'll get to Hezbollah later. Uh, Robert Oak Park. Yes, Sean. Thank you for your assistance in talking and, and bring, bringing up. Uh, we, we don't hear any of this information on any other stations, you oh, know. Thank you. My, my God. Thank you. Know, you. Highland Park, Highland Park, by next door to Forest Park, Franklin Park, McCaskey's. I want to know if that girl rents the house, if she gets Section 8 to rent the house, because what she was running is human trafficking out of it. She was the slave master who told people, come and live with me. Everything the Democrats want. She was the slave master. And by the way, she herself is of Latin persuasion. Well, that in the meantime, this story, authorities in Lake County say they stopped a suspected human trafficker in Highland Park. Investigators say they were tipped off about Gladys Albanez Olea and searched her home. They say they rescued four people from Mexico. Investigators say that Olea promised the victims housing and jobs before she then took their possessions when they arrived. She then allegedly forced them to work and give money to her. Olea remains in Lake County. Hey, lady, lady, you want to turn people into slaves and take their money? Become a congresswoman. See what I did there, sir? All right, we'll be back in 21 hours to do it again. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.